Hello, 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 hello. Um, wanted to say welcome. Uh, welcome to my good friend Joel from the Empower Good podcast on this uh, very first episode of the live video series around mental health awareness. And um, I'm so excited for this video. Um, I was mentioning to Joel prior to us getting started that um, I was nervous for this conversation, for these conversations. But I mean, 200 plus videos of vlogging and various other live appearances. You think I would would not be nervous that this would just be something easy? Um, but unfortunately, this is not an easy conversation. Um, and these are conversations that are going to oftentimes deal with the conversation topics or top or subject matters that we um, fail to talk about enough. Mm -hmm. I agree. But uh, okay, so for those of you guys who are on Facebook, I'm about to also run this live on Instagram. Um, I'm going to plug in my headphones so that you guys can't hear Joel and me on both. Um, broadcast because we figured that probably wouldn't make much sense um okay. so while while instagram is getting ready over here hello instagram uh we will get joel going on over here as well um first tag I'm for it i'm waiting for it to uh show up on my phone this is the first test of the multi-platform broadcast Hello, hello. Oh, we can wave now. I like this. You can wave in Instagram Lives now? This is I cool. Know. Anyways, um, okay, so for those of you guys who are on Instagram, this broadcast is also running live on Facebook. Um, my guest tonight in this first live broadcast of mental health awareness is my good friend, Joel. Oh, let me turn off my speaker here. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wave at Joel, then we're going to add Joel. Boom, add. Awesome. We're getting there. How do you mute, how do you mute your, uh, your phone? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, I got to put headphones on. Hold on. I'm going to put headphones on. Is that sound messing things up? No, you're good. It's just a bit ear piercing. Okay. Oh, wow. We've got a lot going live on Instagram right now. So. Hello, hello. We're waiting for Joel to plug in headphones. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> okay. So we've got, we've got this dual live broadcasting happening. So Facebook, Thank you for your patience while we got the other end of the broadcast going. Instagram, welcome. Uh, this is the first live edition of the mental health awareness uh, video series that I'm doing the entirety of the month of March. And I really sincerely hope this is a content series and a conversation that continues beyond just the month of March, uh, because it's a conversation that needs to be openly discussed. and. We're here to have this discussion. So my guest is my good friend, Joel, from the Empower Good podcast. Um, just a little bit of formatting so that you guys are aware. This is a very open forum discussion around mental health as it really relates to being an entrepreneur and the music industry for those of you guys who are in the music industry space. Um, so make sure to leave a comment. If there is a question that you guys have, I'll be addressing them in both. Instagram chat as well as on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, drop a question or have a comment or a story pertaining to what Joel and Joel or I discuss, uh, and we'll make sure that we bring it up. So, and let's go. <laughs> that was a little bit of a long lead-in, but uh, all right, man, I'm excited to be on, dude. This is a content series that has been kind of burning in me for a long time and i think i said before we went live that it has been about a year that this has been kind of brewing mm -hmm. now that i actually recollect back 
this has been several years in the making because a long time ago, a good friend of mine and I, we had started this, um, this kind of this um, live storytelling as it pertained to mental health. Um, and that was called the Open Heart Collective. So I kind of want to retitle this video series, The Open Heart Collective, um, because it really fits with the ethos of what was going on with that back in like 2013. So, um, but this is a subject matter that is very close to me as it is for every single one of the guests that I have appear with me. So Joel, I will let you dive in and tell your story. Yeah, so uh, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on. Uh, it means a lot, and to know that I'm the first one means a lot as well. Not that uh, you know, it's just it's it's a humbling experience because <clears throat> I'm no mental health professional, but uh, I definitely I'm not either. So let me exactly, let me clear the, exactly. Clear the air of that. And so uh, it's just cool to be able to have an open discussion about it and uh, talk about how it's important right. to take care. At least at least the angle that I'll be coming from is just the importance of taking care of yourself and. Um, because you can't like, you know, just for those who don't know who I am, Joel Moutre, a host of the Empire Good podcast, just launched last week, um, spent a lot of time in nonprofit work as well as um, just, uh, you know, actually door to door sales and just working with a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of hard work in that in that sphere, working with people, et cetera. Um, but uh, the, the point of the Empire Good podcast, for example, you know, you can't help other people if you're not helped. And that's kind of like the the angle that I that I kind of really stand by, especially when it comes to mental health. Um, you know, there's two different things, two angles, maybe we can talk about this, is that there's, I guess the term mental health is very broad as well, but I think, um, I just think of being healthy emotionally and mentally. Um, there's two angles. You can have imposed uh, by others, or you can have things that you've caused yourself. Right. For example, you know, right. um, and I, I, I can honestly say that, you know, I, I really can't. Uh, once again, there's an echo on. Yeah, just so that you guys are aware, we're running this broadcast on two platforms at the same time. So bear with us as we do deal with a little bit of tech. Um, because it's probably going to might keep happening. So um just bear with us or you can and, go over go over to facebook and there won't be a there won't be a one yeah but uh yeah i when i think of mental health when it comes to anything there, i think there's two different main um main reasons why somebody would be mentally unhealthy and i'm not talking about like necessarily mental health and we think of like like conditions that are like you know people that are uh oh it's fixed that's awesome um people that are like put in asylums and stuff like that. I'm just talking about maybe being depressed, uh, anxiety, stress, et cetera. Um, I've, I've come across two different categories. Uh, my, I personally had never, I'm very blessed uh, growing up. There was no huge traumatic event like a divorce or abuse or uh, life changing disaster or something like that, that would cause me to uh, have emotional, huge problems, even though I definitely didn't grow up in a perfect home there was a lot of positive things that happened the the times when i've been down emotionally and and been in a situation where i was you know on the track and i could have become severely depressed was self-imposed lifestyle related and so i think those are two different two different issues and uh, not issues but two different angles and so we can talk about both but that's kind of where i see it and that's my, my background is more of i've experienced and i've seen other people i've seen other people in the effects that traumatic events have had on them and their ability to be healthy, both mentally, physically, spiritually, et cetera. But at the same time, on my end of the case, the reasons and the times that I've been down, it's because I have not taken care of myself. Right. Joel, you hit it right on the head. Um, I have experienced both. Um, I come from a background where, granted, growing up, I thought that I had it rough. I thought that I had dealt with a lot of stuff. And then I became an adult and then I encountered others who had gone through like what I thought was traumatizing was a drop in the bucket by comparison to what they dealt, what they had to deal with. And the, the heavy conversations around, around depression, around um, self-mutilation, around 
all of those things, the anxieties, the eating disorders, everything I've experienced on numerous different varying levels of severity. And, um, but it's one of those things where like to, to your point, we, we all struggle with it to some extent, whether we externalize, like we, whether we let it out or we're just holding it in because mental health, at least in my definition is, or lack of mental health is when you're not taking care of yourself is when you're de- when, when your anxiety levels are too high that you're, that you start to not allow yourself to sleep to, to, I mean, every, you guys get it. This is, this isn't anything new. Um, but yeah, go in a little bit because you, you said you had a little bit on, um, what has been your experience as far as, I know you said you grew up in a great home. You didn't really have a lot, no traumatic, overly traumatic experiences. So what, what was your, um, maybe what was the first foray for you into understanding or experiencing mental health from that perspective? No, yeah, that's a, that's a really good um, point. And I think, I'm trying to think specifically, and I think my my mind will expand more uh, in the depths of history here in my life as we keep on talking. But one particular instance that I had in mind, uh, thinking about even before this conversation, just kind of prepping, um, it was a couple of years ago. I worked for a Christian nonprofit, and I traveled a lot. I spoke a lot. I worked with a lot of people in a very fulfilling job. Um, but this kind of brings me to the <clears throat> the main thing that I really think is important, and that actually recently as of like this week you can maybe you can tell my voice a little deeper it's because i have a little cold um i like it this way though (laughs) it's the deep podcasting voice no i'm just kidding um but no is is a time when i was i actually got burnt out and many people many people and it comes to the topic of priorities um because a lot of times people think that um they 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 sacrifice themselves both in emotionally spiritually uh, and physically as well as their relationships on the altar of success um and that's something i did and it was funny i actually worked for a christian nonprofit organization so here i was like me as a christian i was like actually doing good things i was telling people about things that i believe in etc but at the same time uh, i wasn't you know taking care of myself and it was just an extreme example that kind of woke me up was i literally got up from a desk one time and my back went out straight up like my i mean this is not mental health but it just illustrates and it's gonna i'm gonna explain it in a second like my back went out lower back like boom like i could barely stand i literally called my massage therapist i was like this is an emergency please please take me took like 10 minutes to get into the car like i had to hold on to the door handles and like like you know like it was horrible and i and it you know what's crazy though is that it wasn't from lifting something heavy it wasn't from like you know backpacking or whatever this is what it was from this is what it was from it was from lack of exercise it was from overworking it was from a poor diet it was all those things you know it's interesting and then then after that i got i got better i looked back and i was like what was it that caused it and i noticed that during that four or five month period i was i got discouraged way more often um i obviously had physical like problems with my back, like my back gave out because I'd been sitting too much, you know, um, I've been driving too much. And, um, you know, I was discouraged more often. I was literally prone to being, I've never been thoroughly, 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 thoroughly depressed, but I've, you know, I'm an emotional guy. I'm, you know, more than the typical guy. I think all guys have some emotions. Uh, I'm definitely on that end. And I, I, I remember I was more prone to be discouraged, like, 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 like get in this funk. I couldn't get out of it, you know? And uh, I was like more critical and mean to other people and all those things. Like looking back, I was like, man, all these things are connected. And so that's kind of like an experience that I think of is because I was, I was not taking care of myself. I was literally thinking that I was doing good to humanity. I was like helping other people was more important than helping myself. And I think, uh, you know, we can, we can get into this in, in a minute. Um, but I think there's a reason that we need to have a paradigm shift when it comes to that. Um, and of course, this is all on the what we can do to prevent and also reverse some mental illness. Right. And it's 
you hit, yeah, you hit the nail on the head because we, and I've experienced that a lot myself, just in everything. I mean, building up two companies and dealing with artists and musicians and this creative, that creative, this, this company, this, or like all, all of the varying personality types and being an empath, I think, which both you and I are can be daunting because we give, we're, we're the type, we're the personality types to give more of ourselves than we ask for in return. But really what we're asking for in return without asking for it is that positive energy is that ability to, because we're empathetic and because we have the ability to consume energy, we have the ability to also consume that negative energy. So when we're around those types of people who may be struggling, whether they're verbalizing that struggle or not, it becomes a, it becomes a weight on us. And because we are the types to where we're so forward and out about help, we want to help other people. We want to be able to progress other people's careers. We want to be able to add value to more people. We tend to backstep ourselves. And I think that happens more often than mm-hmm. we'd either care to admit or care to even like give energy to because we're, again, it doesn't fit our, our, um, our ethos, right? Like, I I remember, I remember an experience that I had with an old friend of mine. Um, One night I had gotten a text message from this person and they were like, I just can't do this anymore. And me being the overly protective friend was like, I have to come and help. I have to help. This person was in Indianapolis. And for those of you guys who, don't know much about me. I'm located in, in just outside of Chicago. Joel, you're in California, California, right around LA, right? Sacramento. Sacramento. I might actually be out that way sometime soon. So we'll talk about know. that. But, um, but anyways, it, this, this person messaged me. I said, and I said, I can't do this anymore. This isn't something that like, I'm this burden that I'm feeling is too much. And I fear that I'm going to take my own life. And, uh, it was February when this happened. So February in Northern Illinois, for those of you guys who don't know, equals two things, blistering cold and lots and lots of snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, to everybody who's watching both on Instagram and Facebook, thank you very much for your time and your attention. Um, but the, I spent, I think it was about four hours from like 11 o'clock PM to close to like three, four o'clock in the morning, standing outside in a hoodie shorts. And I think flip flops, literally talking this person down off the edge. Wow. And th- this is a common, and this person wasn't necessarily an entrepreneur. wasn't necessarily a musician, but was a person. And we as empaths, like that energy becomes part of us. And I think that's a struggle that empathetic people have to face is, okay, we're so wanting to help other people. How do we manage and deal with those priorities, knowing that we have to like also take care of ourselves? So that leads kind of into self-care, which I know was something that you wanted to talk about. I know I want to talk about it. And it's going to be one of those topics that I think is going to be recurring um throughout this the entirety of this video series with the various guests that i have you know i think that's really important i mean that was obviously an emergency situation uh you know where you had to uh, encourage your friend who was uh, suicidal i want to bring up something that i was uh, just thinking about when you were saying that and that is you know i think it's cool and important in emergency situations to be there for somebody like that but i think too often we lie to ourselves um I'll give you an example. I actually, because I was sick these last few days and I was like, are you kidding me? Like I grew up, my parents taught me well about health. I know about like, you know, staying away from sugar, getting exercise, nutrition, sunlight, all that kind of stuff. Like drinking water. I know about all that stuff. Like, what am I doing getting sick? This is the third time I gotten sick. Um, in like (laughs) since August, like in six, six to nine months, it's, it's dumb. Like 
if I have all this knowledge, why is it not being applied? And I literally rewrote down my priorities on my board today. Um, and just for me, they come in the category of, uh, you know, self care, uh, and then others, and then comes work. And for me, it's God, health relationships, and then work. Um, you know, for those who might not believe in God, for me, it's, you know, Bible study and prayer, For those who might not believe in God, it might be meditation. Uh, it might be, uh, just journaling, reflecting, emptying, you know, you know, like filling your brain with a good book, vlogging, whatever. And so, um, and so for me, I realized that I had them backwards and I want to bring out this very point. And this is where on the non-emergency side, I feel like many times we get it wrong. I was talking to a friend of mine who was struggling, uh, with, uh, you know, just not mental health, but they were being discouraged. They were stressed, et cetera. And I asked them like, Hey, I've been spending time, you know, uh, in her case, uh, with God or whatever, um, or just like, you know, in, in personal time reflection, et cetera. Have you spent time exercising? No. And I said, why? And they said, I don't have time. And I, you know, when I think about that, why is it that many times we, we, we compromise mental, spiritual, and physical health on the altar of success, schoolwork, et cetera. And I think the reason is this, and that is that with school and work, and also relationships, by the way, I mean, you hear about like pastors, kids, and, you know, CEOs, kids, and important people's kids who literally like, I was talking to a firefighter one time and he's like, yeah, my kids are like 13 and 14 and they don't really know me very well because I spend all my time working and he enjoys his work and he's doing it to help the community. But at the same time, it's like, is that even right? And I asked the question, why? And that is because with kind of, when it comes to work and school and other major responsibilities, but like, like there's physical, tangible consequences right off the bat that will happen. For example, Ryan, like if you don't show up to work, like, I mean, you're your own boss now, but like anybody that normally goes to work, like if you don't show up to work, you're going to get fired or you're not yeah. going to get paid. Like me being sick these next, these last two days, I'm not going to get paid for that because I got a new job and I don't have vacation time yet. <laughs> right. If I don't go to school for students out there, I remember doing this in college. Like if you don't go to school, like you're going to miss out on stuff. You're not going to get good grades. Right. Which, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's physical, tangible consequence. If you don't spend time in personal care, both mentally reading, debriefing with yourself, in my case, reading my Bible, et cetera. If I don't do that, the world is not going to end right off the bat. Right. If I don't exercise right now, I'm not going to get instantly obese. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to have a heart attack right away. And so I feel like we need to have a paradigm shift where we literally turn it around and say mental, spiritual, social, and physical health is more right. important. And before I, I get off this 10, I just want to give one quick illustration just to add another uh, hammer, uh, you know, blow to this, right? And really seal it off. There's this illustration that somebody <laughs> gave me once. And like, this is really legit, dude. There's an illustration that somebody brought like a jar. Uh, it was like an illustration for some kind of thing. And they brought a jar and they had ping pong balls, chickpeas, and rice. Have you ever heard of this one? Mm -hmm. Keep okay, going. Dude. Yeah, this is so solid. And and they had it all full. Everything was in the jar, right? And then they poured it out or whatever. And then they put all the rice in and then all the little, you know, little beads or let's say call them marbles or whatever. And then they put the ping pong balls on top and you couldn't fit it all. But then the illustration was, you know, if you take everything back out and you put the big things in first. And then you put um, the medium things like the marbles, et cetera. And then you put the, the, the rice or the sand, you're obviously going to fit everything. And I feel like many times, like I said, we sacrifice mental, spiritual, and relational and physical health, which you and I both agree are the most important. Like what is success? Like I, I can make a million dollars. I can do all these things, be the most famous person in the world. But if I don't have a family, if I don't have friends, if I don't have my body, like to, to, to literally uh, you know, to, to be there, like, I'm not going to be there to enjoy my success, you know, right. and, and mental health, et cetera. And so we sacrifice the things that are actually more important. And we put all those other things in first and we can't fit them in. And I feel like I need to, and I've literally, I rewrote it like 30 minutes ago on my board. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of having it backwards. I want to do the encounter counterintuitive way and really, really be, you know, and really, really experience mental, spiritual, physical, and social health and really say, you know, it's crazy though. There's like this 
intuitive, like not so intuitive promise, as it were. If you do that, you're going to have success in the other things, you know, in your With work, et cetera. That that's one of those topics that for me, I struggle with so much. Like, because I'm the type of person, because I hold myself at such a high level of expectation. Like I need to get this, 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 this done. And if I don't get everything from A to Z done in the time frame that I allot, I don't feel like I did enough. So for, and it, really early on when I was struggling, when I was building independent ear in, in its first uh, few years by myself while working full time for someone else. That was how I felt. I'm like, I can never get enough done because there's only, there's only 24 hours in the day and I need six to seven hours of sleep. When I idyllically was working on three to four, it was, it was just, and I was, I was holding everything in. I was like, okay, just, and work because that's what needed to get done. But I think that I actually set myself back further because I didn't take care of myself. Right. Because, yep. and, and I think we think we're, we're going to get ahead. We're like, Oh, this, right. this, this compromise is necessary because I'm going to be successful later. Right. When in reality, we're not going to be around later. Right. And I think the biggest thing for me was I didn't, I, I, took myself too seriously. I didn't cut myself enough like breathing room because I mean, when you start a company, when you start a project guys, like, or when you're a part of something referencing your, your work in, in, in the Christian nonprofit, like we have people counting on us. Mm-hmm. Like we, we have our families counting on us. We have these, the, our, our bosses counting on us. We have all these varying outside sources putting pressure on us but the pressure is not coming from them. The pressure is coming from our perception of them. Mm. And, and like I'm sitting here now and the day that I had today was I mean, a great day. Got a lot done. I still in the back of my mind am tallying up the to-do list that did not get done yet. And it's nine o'clock Tuesday night. Like, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm debating and having this internal debate already. Do I stay up until three o'clock in the morning to, to get more things done or do I just push it to tomorrow? And I think as entrepreneurs, I mean, you're an entrepreneur, you're starting, you're, you're starting a brand. You're by the way, really cool brand. Everybody needs to go and check out the Empower Good podcast. Unfortunately, I was not first on that episode, but, or in that podcast, <laughs> but no, you're good. I, I will gladly go eight to summer. I'm good with that. So, um, but it's just one of those things where we want to accomplish so much because we're in this era of we got to do this. We got to go like we have all of these people telling us that we're not doing enough, that we're not accomplishing enough because we're not working 18 hours a day. Well, guess what? Those people that are oftentimes working 18 hours a day have 800 people behind them that allow them to work 18 hours a day doing the shit they want. They didn't, they're not showing you the fact that this stuff takes time to develop. This stuff takes time to grow. And if you yourself do not take care of yourself, you're automatically losing. And I came to this realization a couple of weeks ago in my vlog because my the vlog for me for so long was a project. I've got to record this episode. I've got to get this content out. Knowing that one, two, maybe three of you guys will see it and put a comments on it. Unlike Instagram, although my Instagram community has been upping lately. Really excited about that, by the way. Um, but it's, I had to put it out. I had to do this. I'd be up burning the candle at both ends because I'm running two companies. I have two kids. I have a wife. I, I am doing this vlog. I have people who are like, I'm responsible towards, oh yeah, I do also work too. Like it was a project. But now I'm looking at it. I kind of stepped back from it all. I'm like, wait a second. Why am I doing this content? Exact same reason why I kind of set up this video series the way that I did. The vlog for me is a cathartic release. It allows me to get through whether or not I actually put the content into the vlog that I say. It allows me to get it out and off my chest. And if I had a frustrating day or if I had an amazing day, I'm able to talk about it. And it comes from a point of I want to help somebody else. I hope that what I say, as with every one of these videos, I hope that what I say resonates with somebody so deeply or something that Joel says resonates with you so deeply that you're able to take it and say, 
and breathe and make your life a little bit better. Because I think so much of us in this era of fake entrepreneurship, in this era of hustle 24 seven, we're, we're failing to take care of the most important part of that. And that is ourself. And I'm as guilty for all of these mental health offenses, these self deprecating thoughts as anybody else that sits in this on these video screens next to me. I do I have I have done it all. I don't think I'm well enough. I mean, I've survived multiple failed suicide attempts. Like this is not something that I'm proud of. I mean, I'm proud that I survived, but I'm not proud that I put myself through that because now going now looking back on it, I mean, 20 almost 20 years later, it's like it wasn't that bad. So if you guys, by the way, to everybody who's watching on both, again, Facebook, Instagram, I'm going to say this a lot throughout each of the broadcasts. I want to say thank you so much for being a part of this conversation because it's these types of conversations that progress the topic, that progress the conversation and start to affect a real true social change. And that's what I want to see with this content. So, um, I'm humbled that for this first video, although I know you guys have seen my videos all over the place and then you guys are starting to see Joel more, which by the way, if you're not following him, make sure that you go do because he is doing good things. Like, this is why we do this, right, Joel? Like, we're not, in, we're obviously doing this to build a legacy and to grow and to, to do something that isn't plugging yourself into a wall and working nine to five all the time. Like, we want this to be bigger than us. And I think it can be, but we have to take care of ourselves. And Absolutely. I think we have to take more to the point. We have to take care of each other. Like you know, we have to. You know, something I wanted to um, comment on, and this is just something that I've, um, and uh, I'm really happy, by the way, that you, uh, that you made it out of those negative experiences or else we wouldn't be having this talk. And I know you, you're an inspiration to me and, and whatnot. Um, but I, you know, it's hard for me to relate to those specific instances uh, or whatnot, but you know, other aspects I can relate, you know, the, the just the more of the work and, and whatnot, but I don't know, maybe, I don't know if you're cool with it. We can move on to a topic that's similar, but just things that maybe we can just talk about, like things that you and I do to like decompress and de uh, like, you know, right. Whatever. Uh, I do um, want to address a couple of the comments here oh, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, um, welcome, everybody who's saying hello and waving back. This is awesome. Toronto, working late, man. I understand the hustle, dude. I really, truly do. But you have to take care of yourself. Whatever, like, just before going into this video, I took, like, 45 minutes and I just sat and just, like, breathe i mean i haven't worked out in weeks either so i, I know the feeling it's kind of itching at me i want to do it but um we, we we need to do that take those moments even if it's 10 15 minutes to get in a quick thing of yoga or stretching or something just to get your body energy moving i think is key um my brother tuned in thank you i actually want to give a massive shout out to my brother right now so my brother jared is him and I have an interesting relationship. So for the last seven years, I've been building this thing called Independent Ear, which many of you guys know. Um, he's never really had an interest in what I've done. Most of my family, they, they, they're like, woohoo, this is good. Like, this is cool things. But they really, they're like, we just don't get it. Um, because I'm the only entrepreneur in my family. I'm the only one who's breaking that traditional go to college, get a job, move on thing. And um, he actually sat, I did a live broadcast on Saturday morning with my good friends over at WISE, which is a music organization, um, which you guys need to check out if you're in the music world. Um, anyways, I was doing a live broadcast with them. Anyway, I, um, I looked, I was working with my, my intern Carter yesterday and I was scrolling, I was showing him the video and my brother left a comment on the video saying how much he was proud of it and everything that I was doing and that he actually watched the entirety of the 60 minutes of the video. 
I could not have been more. I literally felt and almost fell out of the chair that I'm sitting in right now because that's just, I don't know. It was a really amazing experience and I had to give my brother some love for that. But um, that's awesome, man. Anyways, so yeah, back to what we do to take care of ourselves. And um, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to put your, this person we have pinned um, comment on on Instagram. Coco, Coco. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll call you Bilo. Um, thank you so much. It is a good comment. It is a great comment, and that's why it's pinned on the Instagram feed right now. Um, and by the way, yeah. those who just joined right now, welcome. You guys have to go back and watch the beginning because there was some awesome stuff going on. Um, and then, too, I'm going to actually say, I'm going to pull down these, this video from this Instagram video is going to sit for 24 hours, but also on Facebook, too. But I'm going to save this video, and this video will be um, cataloged for everything else kind of um, in this video series because. I keep pulling the damn video screen down. Um, yeah, just because I want to be able to document all of this conversation and because there's comments that differentiate. Facebook's a little quiet tonight, but hey, Facebook tends to be a little bit quiet from time to time. So that's why we are also here on Instagram. All right. So, sorry, got to constantly update the housekeeping. So, you know, I was thinking, um, I was actually listening to, I'm sure you know who uh, Chase Jarvis is with Creative Live. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, I was listening to one of his podcasts uh, recently and he talks about being a creative and both you and I are creatives. Um, and I think even though somebody's not necessarily an artist or a musician or whatever, everyone has a creative side. Mm -hmm. And in this podcast, uh, one of the things that was brought up was, um, that many times we do what we love. For example, I, um, let's say, let's just pick a musician since you're uh, recording or, uh, recording, uh, you have a record label, et cetera. You know, an artist will play the guitar, let's say, and sing. And they'll enjoy it so much and they're good at it. And so they'll get recording and they'll make it their job. Like if it's possible, a lot of people will, you know, try to make their passion uh, a, a reality and do it full time. The only problem is that many times when we do what we love full time, that eventually becomes like uh, a cycle, you know, like a burden, a, a drudge, you know. And uh, we kind of lose the happiness in doing what we love. And one of the things that the podcast was saying was that we should always try to work on something that's not paid for uh, as creatives. And so, I mean, I'm not a paid musician or whatever, but I love playing the guitar. I'm not like a pro pro, but I've written a lot of songs. And it's funny how the more I've written and the more I played, um, I just gotten better at it. But more like on the mental and the stress and the anxiety, et cetera. I remember a couple months ago, I was almost like convicted. I was just kind of like, Welcome, Sarah. Um, and um, I was like convicted because I was so busy. And the two thoughts, and this is going to sound really weird, but I literally was like, you know what? I need to do two things, more of two things, in addition to like exercise and, you know, reading, meditation, et cetera. And that was play the guitar more, just literally just sit around and play the guitar more. Hmm. And I also need to go bird watching. I have some friends and I that I'm not an extreme bird watcher, but there's something about just walking around in nature and just, enjoying like the calm the peace hearing the bird sounds even sometimes looking at through binoculars and enjoying the beautiful colors of it right and um and i was just like huh that was an interesting thought just came to mind like more 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 guitar playing and more you know just being out in nature enjoying nature and i was like what you know and and even though i don't get paid to play the guitar like for example i i do a podcast right now i'm actually working on an audiobook like maybe eventually i'll get paid for selling that audiobook um, but right now it's just like a little fun side pro project. And right now Empower Goods is a fun side project too, because I'm not getting paid for it. But eventually, like, I think it's important. Does that to mean be... independent years is a side gig? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, no matter what we do though, just all that's just to illustrate that it's important to take you time and just right. to, to use your creative juices, uh, play the guitar, learn a new instrument, read a book that you want to read. That's just and like, it's, that's right. Okay. This is something I want to touch on too. The difference between entertainment and recreation. Entertainment, ah. it might make you laugh for a time. It might make you, you know, you know emotionally worked up. And, oh, whoa, we're just getting, man, we're getting into some deep stuff here. This is something that I've struggled with. And that is masking our emotional problems and not dealing with them right away. 
And so, for example, when I'm discouraged, I want to watch YouTube. I want to go watch something on Instagram, et cetera. And so we mask things instead of, and this is where entertainment is dangerous. A lot of people, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be imposing my views on whether or not people should watch <laughs> certain kind of movies or whatever, but we all have to agree that certain kind of movies, certain kind of music, it pumps us up emotionally, but it doesn't actually feed us long-term. And that's the difference between, that's the difference between, um, entertainment and recreation and i've actually been cutting out as much as i can entertainment even though watching movies you know certain ones are not necessarily a bad idea or a certain kind of music i've been trying to pick activities like being in nature like going on a hike like playing the guitar like spending time with friends and family that actually when i do it i'll be emotionally excited but I'll, it's a lasting platform in which my emotions will be taken care of by friends or by the soothing of nature or by a good book that I'm reading, et cetera, hmm. uh, where you're actually participating in the recreation of your emotions and your health and your soul, et cetera, instead of just temporarily boosting it with alcohol, with, you know, movie, with music, with, you know, whatever. See, and then that's the interesting thing because while I do a little bit of that, like, I guess, I guess we get into a little bit of the behind the scenes or the behind the mind of, us in these conversations. Um, so the last seven years in building independent ear, this has been a passion. This has been something I love doing. And I can say that because I've never once written myself a paycheck. Like how in the world did you do that? I work. I work. Um, I mean, I, 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 I work. I, I mean, I don't make a lot of money. I'm still broke as fuck, but like we're, we're, that's not constraining me right now. I, that's not something that's holding me back. And if anything, it's given me the ability to take 100% ownership in what I'm doing. Because unlike a lot of you guys out there who say you're entrepreneurs, are you willing to wait seven years for your first paycheck? A lot of you guys would say no. See, this is, this, this is what puts me in a position to win over every, everything else. I hate those. I, pictures of like Rolexes and all that stuff. I've I've been there. Like I've literally built the companies from a fucking basement and a cell phone. And the reason why I keep doing it even though everybody around me is like why the fuck aren't you just working for someone? Because working for someone would generate me a larger amount of income and more stability and all that nonsense, right? I do this because this is what I fucking wake up for. Like it's stressful, yeah, and I have to. I now it's become a job because it's become real, and it became real because I sold it, but I'm still building it. So it's like one of those things where I'm pushing ahead because I know nothing else. So for me, going back to recreation versus entertainment, entertainment is recreation for me because what I'm able to do is I'm able to well, except for cooking. Like, I love to cook. Cooking is, I don't know. I, I Anybody comes over to the house, they know they're going to get fed because I cook. I think that's why my wife married me, because I could cook. Um, she would say that it was for my money, but I think she's lying. Um, because I don't have any. <laughs> but um, it's just one of those things where, like, and for me, I, I little tip, trick from Ryan. I watch like one YouTube video a day and typically one, maybe two, if I'm really feeling like I need that little, like, like mental release. Right. I watch gaming videos on YouTube because they're funny because they're so far removed from what I do and from what I'm good at. Cause I'm terrible at video games. I've always joked. Oh, well, not always, but within the last 10 years, I, I've joked about creating a YouTube channel that was predicated on the fact that I'm a terrible video game player. And that would be the entire premise of the, of the, of the, of the channel. But like now I'm just now getting into other projects that are, that are, that are fun and entertaining and a bit of a release. Like this is not super public knowledge yet, but I'm work. I'm working with this creative here in Northern Illinois. Her name is uh, Audrey Boyle. Uh, she's a mom comic. By, by night, a uh, adjunct professor by day. And um, 
she approached me about this, how it would be interesting to have a, a, a content series where you mix the, the duality of being a mom and being a dad, but the mom and the dad aren't together. So I'm like, huh, this is just really entertain entertaining. And because I'm, I think I'm a bit of a funny guy from time to time, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do my, my bit on sit down comedy and, and the stuff that I joke about with my kids. And so that, that for me is like an entertaining, but fun release. I really hope we actually get into production on this soon because I've got a lot of stuff going up here. Michelle, welcome. Um, but no, it's th this. I need to find things that are more recreation than entertaining, just to kind of fit to your to your mold. I used to run, but again, Northern Illinois in February and March, not really predicated for the um, the, the the runners that out out there. But um, no, for me, entertaining and recreation are kind of one and the same, at least right now. Mm -hmm. yeah no i think there's nothing wrong with some entertainment at the time at time or whatever it's just uh like for example i like all spectrums of music i like to listen to you know more modern upbeat you know or whatever as well as i like classical music as well as instrumental right. as, as a christian i listen to like hymns and stuff as well but it's interesting is that how do I decide what kind of music I listen to? If you're always going to a certain kind of music because you know it's going to pump you up because you're feeling like your emotions are in a dump, like I don't feel like it's healthy to do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm guilty of that. Like I remember one time, like uh, several months ago, I was driving down the road and I was like emotionally in a dump and I was like discouraged for some odd reason. Like I didn't get enough likes on Instagram or something. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> You know, like or whatever, right? But that's was, actually a serious thing. It's true. It's we'll true. Address here in a second, but yeah. But at the same time, and I, I was like, and I, I literally looked for the right song because I knew it was going to get me up. Instead of maybe calling a friend, uh, maybe uh, you know, playing something more chill, where I could actually have time to mentally go through things, actually work through things in my mind, and understand and become self-aware why I'm feeling this way, and then identify it. And then decide and be intentional, for example, to, you know, list off of several things that I'm grateful for or whatever, you know, instead of just masking the problem. And so I would say it's okay to participate in some entertainment. You know, it's not like pure recreation at all times, but I decide not to go to the entertainment. I, when I actually, when I say I decide not to, even today, I'm guilty of not doing that. Um, but but the principle that I want to live by, and by no means am I perfect, because yesterday and today I'm, I I didn't do that. Um, it's like what the goal is to take care of myself and to address the problem, because then you're going to be better out on the other side if you address the problem, address the emotions. And one last thing on that, when it comes to addressing, the best thing you can do, and this is such a cliche phrase, but please tell somebody about it. And it's 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 cliche, but it's so important because. I mean, I had addictions in the past, um, as well as just one time I was just really discouraged and I was overwhelmed with something. And I told some uh, trusted friends that were going to uplift me about it. And that's the beginning to any recovery. If it's from an addiction, from, you know, emotional health. And I had a friend who was actually severely like clinically depressed because of some trauma that she had gone through when mm -hmm. she was young. And I remember she, she finally had the guts to open up to the group that we were in. And she says, I need your help. I need some money to help pay for this, 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 uh, you know, a holistic, you know, anti, not anti-depression, but this, uh, you know, this program that I want to participate in. And that was so hard for her, but she did that. And that was the beginning steps. And so reaching out is definitely the way to go. Right. Wow. Um, sorry, I keep yeah. on like blowing my nose. I'm like, <laughs> you're, 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 you weren't feeling well. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling blessed that you're, that you still wanted to do this video today. I kind of put out the advertisement last night. I'm like, or this, no, last yesterday. I'm like, I know he's not feeling well, but I- I got you, bro, I got you. I hope we're still on for this thing because I mean, this is some of the, some I, ideas and, and um, pieces around, around that, I guess. Um,
you hit it all in the head. I don't really know what else to say. Um, <laughs> On point. Because it, it it's, we all handle stress and we all handle anxiety. We all handle pressure differently. Like I, I have multiple friends who are also entrepreneurs who they've hit a breaking point far before I've hit a breaking point. I don't know if this is a character flaw or just a flaw that I have. I don't have a breaking point because like I literally handle everything. Do I always handle it the best of ways? No. Do I have to have closed door arguments with myself? Yes. But like, I don't have a breaking point, which is why I can sit and have all of these conversations that I'm going to be having over these net over this, the rest of this month and into next, like, because you guys can dump this stuff on me. I know I have a lot of work that I need to get done. I know there's a, a few of my artists and some of my team have appeared on these videos tonight. Like I know you guys expect everything of me and I will not disappoint. I might fuck up from time to time because let's face it, I'm human. I bleed just like you do. But at the end of the day, I don't have a breaking point. And I think that's what makes me uniquely qualified to have all these conversations. Um, and then I do have one thing, like going back to the, the car, music listening to in the car rather than calling a friend. Um, my partner, my business partner and I, Felista, were talking the other day about, about meditation. Um, because I think that's, again, another topic that kind of rolls into mental health because it, really for me, meditation is not sitting cross-legged in the middle of a room with candles. It's allow, it's allowing myself the moments and the time to breathe and put everything into perspective. So for me, my meditation is a couple of days a week, I drive out into Elgin and I do some consulting and I do some work out there, but that's a 45 minute drive each way. Mm. Oftentimes I'm in the middle of calls. I'm, I'm juggling everything that I have to juggle, but there are many times where I shut my phone off. I don't have the radio on and I'm literally just allowing myself to refocus and reprioritize internally what needs to be done. And then when I get to my destination, I'm like, I can go in and I can kill it because I've allowed myself that time and those moments to breathe. Mm -hmm. And I think because we're in this era of, like I said before, hustle 24-7, do this because Gary Vee told you to, like those types of mentalities, we hold ourselves in such high regard that we have to, that we have to do it their way when we don't. Our way is our way because it's our way. I mean, mine is different. I'm building a business that's predicated upon the fact that I'm giving everything away before I ask for anything in return. And I it bothered me for a long time. Like that entire like thought process of when I calculated it out, I think it was a year and a half ago I had calculated it out. What I had given away, not given away, but like invested outward in time, energy, resources, connections, projects, this, that, and the other thing. I put out, I mean, half a million dollars of my time that I theoretically could have charged for, but I felt that was my cost of entry into saying and getting you guys to understand that where I'm coming from is a point of, I know where you are. I know the struggles of what it's like when you build a business with nothing, or you don't feel like you have enough to be able to accomplish everything that you want to accomplish. But my friends, you fucking do. But the only thing that is is fear is your own fear. And I think that again comes into mental health. Mike, welcome. Um, actually, I think we got some comments here. That I want to adjust real quick. All uh, right, down in my music therapy. Yes, Graham. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Misha, Mike. Mike is Misha. That really confused me. His profile says Mike, but his name says Misha. Um, anyways, like these are conversations and things that are uncomfortable and i'm glad I we're having think, them i think if we stir up the uncomfortable level a little bit we all know how to become better with each other 
then we're going to end up stronger and a bigger community because of it. Because guys, we have the ability to literally like change people's lives just by having a conversation with them. And Mike, um, those of you guys on Instagram or on Facebook, you're not seeing everybody who's watching on Instagram because Instagram is killing it and Facebook you're slacking. But um, Mike, oh, welcome my brother, Joey. Um, Mike, I called, so I called Mike on Friday of last week and it was the most surreal experience because when I called him, and he's going to probably like blow up my DM on this later because I'm going to call him out a little bit. But when I called him, it was like, um, Joel, who's a person in your life that if they called you, you would have like, you would freak out. Um, I did actually almost freak out the other day because I thought that uh, that Casey Neistat had added me on Instagram. There, <laughs> it, was a, it was a false, it was a false person. It was like a dumb marketing person. Exactly. I, literally that. Flipped out. I got so mad it wasn't the real person. Okay, so I called I called Mike. And you would have thought that Gary Vaynerchuk had called him or that Casey had called him. That was the level of holy shit, like you're actually calling. That was a career defining moment for me. Hmm. Because like I'm 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 not them. I'm not Gary. I'm not Casey. I'm not these guys that have all of these people that are constantly paying attention to them that like do those types of massive things. Like I just called the guy because he said he was available. He gave me his number. I gave him mine and we just talked, but it was like the reaction. I wish I would have had it documented because this is what I'm talking about with documenting versus creating. Like, I sincerely wish that either I had, like, been recording my call or, like, had had, like, my, my guy Carter here or somebody here, Connor here, one of these guys that's around me all the time, like, actually there to hear the reaction because it will live on inside of me forever. But that's the kind of impact that we can have on people if we do it the right way, and I think we can. I absolutely do. And um, I think just in summary, like what, what it is for me that what I've realized is that, you know, my paradigm needs to be switched when it comes to mental health. Um, I think that there's so much we can do. A lot of times we take the victim, victim mentality. Um, and mm -hmm. I can't speak for uh, people in the other category uh, who is, um, you know, who have had a really rough background. Um, but I know what it's like to cause myself to have emotional problems. Right. Um, and so I just think that a lot of the stuff, like we can do so much, we can do so much for ourselves. We can do so much for other people. And I think the most important thing for me is that I want to set the example. Like I want to, I want people to ask me like, like Joel, how in the world are you so successful with what you're doing? Um, how are you always so happy? How are you, um, you know, how, do you ever get burnt out? And I could say, no. Um, I want to be able to say that like, and then I want to be able to say it. The reason is because I have things, I do things backwards. I literally put my time in self-reflection, my God time, then my, my physical health, then my family and friends, and then my podcast and whatever else I do. Like I literally, like how, how, how are you, how are you successful with your podcast? How are you successful with your business? Oh, I put it last. It's really weird. Like I want to be able to say that. Because I truly believe that if you put like you physical, mental, and spiritual health, if the and relational health as well, if those are put first, you will be around a long time. Not only like longevity, but quality of life will be right. happening now until then. I think that's really something that I kind of take away from this conversation. Right. Joel, thank you, brother. Um I want to wrap this up with uh clothing closing thoughts. Um to those of you guys who watch this in perpetuity on Facebook, please feel free to drop a comment. Um, that's what help, help when asked. Amen, Mike. Amen. That's awesome. um, so to those of you guys who are tuning on, tune, have tuned in on Facebook, thank you very much for tuning in. I'm actually going to end the broadcast here on Facebook and give a couple of minutes special to Instagram because you guys were really killing it tonight. 
Um, and there's a couple, oh, apparently I only have two minutes to give to Instagram because we're going to end, it's going to end the video for me. But um, anyways, guys, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is going to become a, um, make sure that you check out my socials uh, for the next guest. I do believe I'm going to be doing another uh, episode on Friday with Mike uh, Davis from the ATL podcast and OCR Media. Um, and uh, many more conversations coming up. Ryan, thank you for tuning in. For everybody, yeah, I'm just, I'm thrilled with how everything has gone tonight because it's been incredible. So thank yeah. you guys. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, everybody. You had it on the Facebook or the Instagram?